On PPK Today, we're going to talk about pandemic, passion, and practicality. But first, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Welcome to another episode of PPK. I'm your co-host, the man on fire, John Sablon. The middle child, Kaoni. And your boy, Meeks. What's going on, boys? Chilling. Chilling. Quarantining. 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 Shelter in place in. Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about really our dealing with a pandemic and during a time of Lent and our Lord's Passion, which is the holiest season for us as Catholics. Um, the whole reason for our faith and just the practicality, how that's affected us practically and how do we continue to grow um, in our faith during this time of uncertainty and instability and where a lot of things we probably took for granted um, and, and, and uh, we're at our fingertips are stripped away from us. So let me start with you, Keone. How has this affected you personally? Um, it's just weird. So all my classes obviously are online now. So there's been a huge adjustment um, in that regard, you know, Zooming in classes, a lot more writing assignments. Um, so in that regard, it's weird. So the face-to-face contact is obviously being missed, but you got to make do. Um, at work, it's it's been crazy, hectic at work. Um, things are changing every day. Things are being implemented, changing every day at work. And um, so we're just kind of playing catch up and trying to figure out how we can best manage, um, serving the clients with their mental health needs, um, during this time of crisis, which is probably a, an important time for them to be able to, to serve them still. And, and then just spiritually, it's, um, like we were talking about before the idea of not going to confession, going to the chapel, going to mass, um, has been, it's been difficult. So it's, it's an interesting adjustment, but um, I think God knows what he's doing in this time. So it's just a real test of faith during this, this Lenten season. Mm-hmm. Meeks, what about you? Uh, well, for me, I packed for a week of spring break <laughs> and then ended up staying the whole time until August now. So that's it. I mean, it's just been, it's been a little bit weird. Um, obviously, adjusting to just online classes. And really, the I think the weirdest part is not having... Um, chapel, confession, and mass to go to because are the things that I was really trying to hone in on for Lent and I uh, try to make that, you know, a weekly and then chapel like almost a daily thing. And so it becomes a challenge to really stay consistent and be focused on Lent because there's so much things around you that you're just kind of like forgetting that that's there, you know, except on Fridays or something like that, you know, oh, I can't eat meat right now. And so I think the real adjustment has really just been about how do I continually find uh my purpose in a time where i'm really you know i'm home i'm kind of chilling right now uh, classes are online so it's a lot easier and then you kind of get out of the rhythm that you had before you know because i had a I had a pretty regular schedule at school of you know school and gym and homework and these commitments i'd have and now it's becoming this kind of more so on me to find things to do it's more so on me instead of having these structures in place that i already did now it's like okay, well, you know, what else can I do? You know, so it's like, I don't, I don't know. I think the thing I'm struggling with is just staying with things I can. So whether it's like reading or it's, you know, making sure I say a rosary daily because there's no excuse not to at this point or, 
you know, whatever is just cleaning my room or, you know, we've been trying to like empty a lot of things out and kind of understand if we have too much, you know, just using our time wisely, you know, having too much stuff and trying to get rid of those things. And I think the challenge has really just been consistently like putting effort towards your day. It's so easy right now to just, you know, relax and chill and sleep in until 10, 1030 or whatever it is. And so that's the thing that I've been trying to focus on. I was like, okay, well, now you have a lot of time, so do something with it. Yeah, so just to give the the listeners out there a little bit of idea, obviously we're all aware of the the global pandemic and that being coronavirus and the COVID nineteen. So all of us are we're in the state of California, so that means we're in shelter in place like most places. But we were kind of one of um, one of the key states that went to that really quick, and that means for all of us. So both your mom and I are both working working from home. You're working from home now. Um, you guys are in online school. From, from home. So now we're in each other's space, uh, in each other's face <laughs> and yeah. gyms are closed down. So all of our structures that we were accustomed to. Um, and I, and I think one of the things that when you were talking to me that came to my mind, it's, it's like when you have a gym at home, it's really easy when it's at home to say, Oh, I'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. So, so a uh, prayer, I'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we've been doing, uh, you know, obviously online mass and trying to stick to our, to our traditions and, and internally, um, but not having those sacraments at our fingertips. I mean, it feels very unsettling um, and uh, there's an emptiness. And so when you think about there's that pandemic piece and we have to do, we have to be socially responsible and, you know, we've gone back and forth between how serious is this? Is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? We've all gone through our own things. And I think as we've realized, and obviously in the, the profession I'm at, that I'm front and center working in the healthcare industry, um, not as a healthcare professional necessarily, as a clinician, but as somebody who works in the, the security, the uh, information security side of it, I, at firsthand every day, all day, I'm experiencing what the effect is on people in, in our local communities. But in a very real way, think about what we've been experiencing in just this last week alone of our changing of our routines and folding in stuff uh, like our fitness, like our faith, like um, the practicality of, okay, where are you doing? Where are you doing your zoom meeting? Uh, okay. Mom's going to be over here doing her yeah. zoom meeting and I'll be in, in the den doing my zoom meeting. Um, and it's been, it's been kind of crazy. Um, so that's practically, obviously Miko's in studio because he's, he's was only planning for a week's uh, spring break and uh, that got squashed. And, and so we're still trying to figure out the dynamics there, <laughs> all your stuff's in stoogs. Um, so let's let's. So I think the pandemic piece we got, but we're in the season of Lent. Uh-huh. It's one of our favorite seasons. We have a lot of our own traditions as a family that we do, and like this is like the go hard or go home time, right? Like when we think about our prayer, our fasting, our almsgiving. What is that? How did that change, or how did you adapt, or how are you adapting to that change? Given the fact that the things that we typically have up the ante on as far as prayer, chapel time, doing the Stations of the Cross on Friday nights, mm-hmm. all of that. How has that changed or how are you adapting to it? I'll go with Meeks first. Uh, honestly, I think I'm still trying to adjust right now, you know, because uh, obviously it's hard to put away like dedicated prayer time. And because before I was doing like 30 minutes in the chapel and then now it's just like, uh, I you know, I do a rosary and then that's maybe about it. Or like I try to watch a video and it's just been... I think as I've been adjusting, I just it's kind of put in the back of my mind. Unfortunately, like I, I'm thinking about all these other things I'm trying to do during this time where, um, you know, I'm not working and I don't have all those commitments. So I'm trying to fulfill that time and then forgetting about what I really need to do most, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, 
Um, I'd like to say I've done really good, but I probably haven't. I mean, I haven't completely fell off. Like I've, I've done okay, but it's like, it's just hard when you don't have, because for me, especially I struggle with not having a place to pray at. So if I don't have that place, it's really hard for me to sit in my bed or even just in my room, kneeling, whatever it is. Cause my mind will go off to everything that you could possibly think about other than my faith or my relationship with God. So I'm just, that's just how my mind works. So it's hard for me. I need places, you know what I mean? If I'm at school, I need a library to go to, or I need some sort of room that I could sit down and do it at. Cause if everything's in one space, I can't really do it. You know, it's like even working out. I haven't been as consistent cause you're just like, like you're saying, I'll get to it. So I think it's hard for me to do everything in one place. Like I really like to have my structures and my, my different places to go to. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I just been, I think the thing I've been most consistent with is um, rosary, obviously fasting on Fridays, um, something that everyone could do, some little cold shower action. I'm doing those one, one day a week. So that's something that, you know, that's, we're at home, and then just take a quick L, for only like a couple minutes, come back out. Um, I guess trying to feed in more of those small things, you know? So maybe it's like me just telling myself, uh, you know, let me clean up for mom and dad right now or, let me do something for someone else real quick. Maybe it's those kind of things we get uh, gear more towards. Um, I think that's what I've been doing a little bit more, just trying to be more conscious of cleaning up and and kind of having those, you know what I mean, not having too much. Even in my room, we, you know, we yeah, switch rooms. I've been trying to clean. Taking care of things. Too, yeah, right? just trying to take care of things as much as possible. And then, um, especially for me in this time, during this Lent, is really trying to keep thinking about my purpose and what can I do right now to... You know, whether it's getting out more content for us, you know, something we want to do eventually is more individual videos where we can be a little bit more relatable, a little more personable, a little bit more vulnerable. And maybe like I feel the calling. I got to get on that. You know what I mean? And continue to try to, I think during this Lent and during this quarantine time is like narrowing in on my purpose and my focus and like, okay, let's, let's keep moving forward now. You know, mm-hmm. even though those things are off, right? The chapel, those things are off. All right. What can I do then? Mm-hmm. Do you want yeah. to- when yeah, when Miko was saying finding purpose, it made me think of just the intentionality that is so important during this time because it's it can be a blessing, but it could also be a, a, a huge step back or a setback for a lot of us. Um, I find myself like Miko saying or you two did, you know, like oh I'll get to it. The the workouts have been pretty consistent, but now working from home a few days a week, it's gonna be it's it's been weird because it's just like well it's I'm home. So, you know, I'll make breakfast when I feel like it and I'll, I'll get to this when I feel like it. And, um, and so it's just being intentional about it. Cause this could be a huge blessing. I think, um, the fact that this is all happening during Lent, I mean, obviously God doesn't make any mistakes. It's, it's a, it's a chastisement, you know, it's a reawakening for us. I really feel like, you know, it's, there's a reason why, um, whether the good or the bad for the good or the bad of the person that we're forced at home to face the reality of our family situations mm-hmm. and being in the mental health field. I, I mean, I can't imagine some of the family environments that my own clients or, or, you know, just anyone that has, you know, troubling families are in. Um, but there's a reality that, you know, the, the home, the family is the center of society and God's kind of forcing us to make that interaction. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting time. And for me, um, it's, it's just about being intentional. So, I, you know, like Meeks was saying, still doing the rosary, um, still fasting on Fridays. But I feel like a lot of the things, because of the stress, it's been so tempting to just lax. Oh, well, you're stressed. Oh, well, there's a lot going on. Oh, look at the world. 
you know, you can, you can have this dessert today, even though you're not supposed to be having sweets, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, it's been, it's been tough, but I just being intentional, reminding yourself of, um, like we talked about a few episodes ago, the redemptive suffering. And, and it's, this is even a greater time to offer things up, whether it be for your own family, for those who are actually facing COVID-19 personally, um, for the elderly, for the church, for the souls in purgatory, you know, there's always something to pray for. So in the, during this time of suffering, I think it's a good reminder for all of us, especially myself included, you know, to, to be intentional during this Lent, especially in the, in the midst of this craziness to offer it up. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that we've uh, reflected on have made changes on in our own home is realizing like, I think two things came to mind, right? Some, two of our uh, coping mechanism as, as a family is what working out in our spiritual life and actually spiritual life first and then working out mm-hmm. and those two things were kind of stripped away from us and so what do you do to cope and and so what do, what do we do we started to do things that are at home working out together as a family um the other thing to your point miko is you know we have different areas in our home that we we pray but not a dedicated like a true true sacred space we can enter in and one of the things and I'll probably, we'll probably do a different video on that once we we're turning an actual room into our own home chapel mm-hmm. and like you know um my temperament by the way is one that's just going to go like all in so i've got i've got things coming that uh that we're making that investment in because what happens during this time where we we, we are unsettled and you know there's a lot of uncertainty there so you know we'll probably do a different video on that and talk about setting up a sacred space and what that looks like. But I think that's a key thing is to Miko's point is you can get really comfortable praying in bed and maybe some certain areas in the house. Cause we have certain areas in the house. I think about like our, what we call the Marion room where the piano's at and all the different Marion pictures in our Holy family. But it's still, it, it, that was normally a supplement to what we have in our own chapel and our own parish and sitting before the Lord and the blessed sacrament of the altar. So only having that, it feels like, wow, this is, this is kind of, um, on the lower end of, of the experience, if you will. Uh, the other thing, you know, when I, when I think about how we've grown in our own experience with all of this really is being mindful and intentional as Keone was talking about of, of not getting too lax and how we interact with each other. Cause now we're in each other's space all the time. So, you know, it's really easy to come home after a, a, a day's work. And the other thing you brought up too, Keone is like working from home. So a lot of people may take that, take advantage of that. Like, are you doing an honest day's worth of work? Like when you're saying you're working from home, are you actually working? And, um, you know, think about those, a lot of people out there, including our, our circle of friends and family don't have jobs right now and don't have the ability to work from home because they're not in that. And so if you're a person who is, has the ability and, and that's a great blessing to still continue to work because you can work from home, it's real easy to get lax. It's real easy to, you know, wake up in your bunny slippers and just have a cup of coffee and just kind of take it easy, check in here and there and not really give your honest days worth of work without even trying. Same thing with school, same thing with everything else, but how much more than with your prayer life? Right. Oh, well, it's not my fault. I got a dispensation. I don't have to go to Sunday mass. It's not my fault. I can't go to the chapel. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Blah, 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 blah. And then we push it off on everything else. And then we, 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 we back them and get lazy. Any thoughts on, on that from either one of you on just, you know, again, going back to that intentionality and how, what, what advice can we give to our folks during the season of Lent? Because we don't know how long this is going to be. You know, we know uh, Easter this year is April 12th. Mm-hmm. We know um, most, it, it depends on the place, right? We know, we see it going beyond that. But even the shelter in place is like through April 7th, it's going to go beyond that just because we're, we're, we're in that second wave, if you will, of the pandemic. 
But what's our advice to our folks? We're going to essentially experience an Easter without the, the highest, the holiest, highest form of mass that we experience on Easter vigil. Well, yeah, I think before, I'll let Meeks kind of comment on that. But before the advice part, I think <laughs> we all want to know what you, you're, you're all struggling with as, as yeah. listeners. So those of you listening, what is, how has your experience been? Like uh, comment in below and, and tell us your experience. And I think something that's really important during this time of, of almost isolation is building a community. And this is where the gift of social media can, can really help and bring people closer together and something that we've been stressing um, in, in doing these podcasts and building PPK is having a community that goes beyond our, our um, physical social circles. And so just let us know your, your struggles and what, how, how this Lent has been for you, how you're taking it. Um, and, and hopefully we can, we can build that community and, and make it stronger. Yeah, that's a this great, time. that's a great point. Yeah. So, you know, uh, again, reach out to us mm-hmm. on all the, all the social media platforms, but definitely on this video here, what do you want to hear from us? What can we help you? You know, we were just talking about this with moms, right? Do you, do you, is, do we, do we bring a family episode in here and, and start to talk about what, what, uh, what aspects of the family life or just life in general, like what can we do to help you um, again, sustain, while we're in this uh, shelter in place, isolation, quarantine, time in the desert, really, uh, mm-hmm. moment for us as people for our first time, for all of us, probably the majority of us. Meeks. Yeah, I think, you know, doing a backflip off Keone's community, <laughs> a little spiel there. I think one of the things that makes me think about is how important it is for us as a community to buy from small businesses and make sure they're okay because it's not Starbucks and Nike that are going to be struggling after this. They'll be perfectly fine. It's like they always are. But it's those people who are around, um, you know, around the block or just across the street mm-hmm. that really need our help, and need our support. And I think that this is a time, like, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs about this time. But one of the key, I think, takeaways for, that we can do from this time is um, coming together as an actual community and understanding, like, you know, who needs what? You know, what neighbor needs this or they're struggling. They don't have a job, so they can't buy any groceries, whatever it is. And, like, I think that's a step that we should take during this time because it's it's um i know that we are blessed for the fact that you guys still have a job because then you know that directly affects what we do and how we can live Mm -hmm. and so i just think not taking anything for granted and really just starting to have more in mind about the people around us and our own duties that we have as a society because that holds more than just doing what you want to do or going to your job and you know nine to five it's more about how can we reach out to other people and and help those in need and help the local coffee shop instead of going to Starbucks, you know, or help local Mediterranean restaurant instead of going to McDonald's or whatever it is, you know, and how can we take those steps to help everybody? True. So that's one of my takeaways. And another one I think is just about, I, one of the biggest tests that we're going to be in right now is when you have all this free time, uh, what is it that you're doing? Not only like, are you spending time praying, but I think, if you're watching, so if you take the time to watch a Bishop Barron video instead of watching, uh, I don't know, um, you know, like a basketball game, an old basketball game or something like that, what can that do for your day? How does that change the direction of your week, of how you interact with your family that day? You know, those kind of things. I think those are things we have to be really attentive of and super intentional, like we keep talking about intentional on. Because uh, I know for me, the more I make an intention to, you know, maybe read a couple pages or the more I make an intention to, let me just watch a, at least like a 10 minute video or let me watch a little bit of Bishop Barron. I think those can change the course your whole day 
because it's so easy to wake up and just fall into you know i don't really want i don't really want my brain i don't really want to think right now you know i do that too like i don't really want to use brain power like i'm just gonna chill watch 2002 finals lakers games right now i don't want to read this i don't want to read the summa right now. yeah exactly and doing those things i think that's the that's the biggest test right now that, that god's having during this time and it's funny that's also during lent but just like you know just being intentional about where are you looking at what are you actually spending your time on now because that's a reflection of i think what your life will be like forward right i mean if you're if you're this is what you're doing in your free time now then what's going to change later on you know mm-hmm. i think one of the things um before i kick it to county is um there's a lot of people and i think rightfully so us included that they're, they're feeling again back to that point of instability uncertainty and so there's a certain level of fear anxiety stress but but this time of quarantine and this time of pandemic should cause us to reflect on well because the material world around us is in chaos right now is uncertain and and unstable and so if we're so invested in the material world and we're feeling that level of anxiety and instability that should cause us to say well wait a minute i'm a disciple of christ like my hope is in god my trust is in god not in man so even though I have a certain level of anxiety because I have a family to support and everything else. In the end, I believe in God's divine providence, right? There's two, God has a direct will and a permissive will. Did he directly will this? I doubt it, but nothing happens outside of his permissive will, right? Meaning that he allowed the chastisement as Keone to occur. So are we using this time, as Miko's saying, to actually reflect on what matters most? And then what am I doing during this time to safeguard that? So that would be, well, why am I so, uh, you know, out of balance? Is it because I'm so involved in my money and my stocks and my 401k plan and the fact that I can't pay this mortgage or that more? And again, those are real issues. And as a, as a, as a father and a husband, I get it. But if that drives every day, how I treat my, so here I am with my kids, imagine, and I've, we've have a lot of time with each other and my, and my wife. And if I'm so caught up in that and I treat you guys like trash in the end, None of this stuff matters unless I have God, my wife, and my kids. So I think it's just to, to Miko's mm-hmm. point, like if you're not doing something to like really reflect and then think about that and go like, what matters to me? Because some of you, maybe material world is what matters to you. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. You know what I mean? This is changing and it's diminishing before our eyes. So just doing something to Miko's point to really think about why you're, you're unstable and uncertain, mm-hmm. you know, aside from your natural issues that you have as, as a, as a person trying to make ends meet. I think, um, there's during this time of Lent, we talked about wanting to change and, and wanting to grow in virtue or break bad habits and, um, and just making some sort of positive, um, development in your own life. When we talked, I mean, when we did a, a conference or the retreat and we asked the kids, you know, what is, what are the top reasons you don't go to mass? And it's, I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. And, I think it's interesting that this is happening during Lent because you're not busy. You're at home. And now it's coming face to face with those, like you said, those material things, the, the soccer practice or the everything that you consume your life with the shopping or, or even work just for some people Mm -hmm. that can be, you know, that's just what you do is you get your money and that may not be there right now. And I think it was divinely, uh, put in this place right now in this season of Lent for, for a stripping of any excuses, you know, and, and we can easily fall into it 
even if we have habits, we can fall out of those habits because of the, the, the change and the instability. But I think the time right now for all of you listening, for us here speaking to you, like it's, it's about us really getting rid of those excuses because we don't have any anymore. We're at home with a lot of time on our hands. And what are we using to still grow in our relationship with God? Even if we can't go to mass right now, even if we can't go spend time in the chapel, how are we growing in our relationship with God? Because God is still here. Whether we can go to a physical church or not, he's still here present in the home, still present in our hearts. And are we fostering that relationship or are we letting it slip away? Mm -hmm. And it's just, so like I said, the excuses aren't there right now. So I call, I'm calling out each and every one of you listeners as well as, you know, us here is, you know, um, to, to really be intentional because, um, we can make excuses all the time. And there may be some of you that, you know, you've been wanting to do something, you know, I want to make this change, but later, or I want to make the change, but I'm just not ready. I hope you find the, I don't know what the word is, the, the, the push and the motivation right now during this season to, to really start to make that change. And even in this time of instability, even in this time of, you know, what's going on, but it, it could be a real growth and um, time for huge improvements in our spiritual life if we, if we really take it seriously. So just know we're, we're praying for you. And um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time right now. It is. So I would um, just offer up a couple of things as I would say, uh, echo Miko's point on um, supporting your local community, supporting, um, you know, be socially responsible. I think one of the things that we've recognized real quick is that we can uh, prevent the spread of it by honoring sheltering in place. And by um, you can also help those that are hustling out there, right? The the Instacarts of the world, the DoorDashes and uh, the Uber Eats, whoever you can support by going to your local um uh, small businesses that are really struggling right now and hurting or buying gift cards. You've heard a lot of those, uh, those recommendations out there, buying gift cards. If you are able to, um, at the same time, continue to support your church, just, be, you know, they don't have the same people in the pews anymore. So they have people that they're trying to pay and offer, um, us the faith when we actually get beyond this. Um, and the other thing is like, Kenny was saying like prayer, like we should be 100% more intentional about, about praying for this crazy world praying for our, our holy church, praying for people that are suffering in our world now more than ever, and to remember that our Lord died and suffered on a cross um, so that we, we may have a life. So I would just, uh, you know, encourage each and every one of you, um, you know, to think that, think about that. Let us know how we can better assist you all. Um, but we hope that during this time of quarantine and um, uh, uncertainty, that you can look to PPK as a, uh, a resource to help you get through it in a community that we can be for you in keeping the faith, staying strong, and um, staying positive. So may God bless you and all your families. And until we meet again, get holy or die trying. <laughs>